Hey guys, it's Natalia here, and today we are finally getting to the last episode of the Seven Hermetic Principles, and that is the Law of Gender. So we've done so far mental the Law of Mentalism, the Law of Correspondence, the Law of Vibration, the law of polarity, the law of rhythm, and the law of cause and effect. So today is the final one, and that is the law of gender. Boo, boo, boo. Literally, it's been so long since I've last updated on this seven hermetic principle series. So we're just going to do a quick little recap or whatever. Um basically like what the seven hermetic principles like what it is like what they are and um basically like and like since it's been a while since like I've updated the last one I and since it's like the last episode I want to basically like a recap on each one the last six and what they were and then the second half of this episode will be um basically the law of gender so it's kind of like a hybrid so if you don't want to listen to this part like the recap then go ahead and skip i'll put the the time like the law of gender starts in the description box but i mean you're already here might as well just recap with me on what they are like a reminder of like yeah, so holla, basically. And then I'll also put, like, all of the sources that I'm using in the description box of this episode. Honey, honey, honey. So I'm just, like, literally using, like... Mm. Sorry, I was drinking water. So I'm literally just, like, using, like, websites that I'm kind of drawn to. And because I like to just go through people's uh, interpretations of what everything is and basic information and all that good stuff, honey. So, so basically, um, so let's see here. Okay, so the seven hermetic principles. Hermetic means secret and esoteric or occult. It refers to knowledge that's in correspondence with the conduct of the universe. Someone who understands these laws is wise and can use them to master all of the three planes of existence. In an everyday setting, these principles can help you come to terms with some of the fundamental aspects of the world and that apply to your life. So basically, yeah, that's what they are. And, yeah, so I will just basically, or you can, like, literally go back to each um, episode, and if you want, like, a, the full recap on each one, but I'll do kind of, like, a brief one on each one before we do the law of gender, honey, so, yeah. Okay, so basically, like, this is, like, what we can use, basically, to master our lives here on planet Earth. So, yeah. I just think it's interesting. 
and so I just wanted to learn it and I'm still learning it and um, trying my best to apply it and having this recap will literally help me um, apply it basically and hopefully help you guys apply it so yeah okay so basically this is like for self-mastery so yeah okay so I'm going to recap on the principle of mentalism that's the first one um, the all is mind and the universe is mental. So the first principle embodies the truth that all is mind, meaning the universe itself at underlying, at an underlying and foundational level is mental. That all phenomena of life, matter and energy of the material universe are thoughts of an infinite and universal living mind which means all things share connection in the fact that they exist with the mind of the all, as it is to put and therefore are all subject to the laws of created things. Just kind of like wherever, like wherever you are right now, or if you're in a car or in your house or wherever, like everything around you is literally like it was once an idea, like the chair in this room that I'm in right now, or like literally everything, like my phone, it, like all of these things were literally an idea. Like somebody thought like freaking Steve Jobs he's like I'm gonna invent a phone so I have this phone in my hand so I'm like kind of carrying like it basically yeah so like everything starts in the mind anything that's created starts in the mind that's kind of how I see it so I'm reading this we're recapping on on the law of mentalism so yeah okay so let's continue reading honey which means let's see here Okay, which means all things share a connection. In fact, they exist within the, men, the mind of the all. As it is put and therefore are all subject to the laws of created things. This, oh, I already read that. Okay, so this mental universe, for the sake of experiment, could be explained as an infinite intelligence, intelligent field, and even the nature of consciousness itself. Creating a di dialogue of thought with dances which dances with thought. The principle of mentalism explains the nature of energy, power, and matter as being subordinate of the mind as it shows up within ourselves and pervading nature of all things. When you view everything you think and therefore do as an interaction of thought, which with thought you develop an understanding of the first principle of mentalism, basically, which allows you to grasp the laws of the mental universe, being the seven hermetic principles, and apply them to your well-being and the and personal development and advance and advancement. So holla on the so that basically, yeah, that's like the recap on the law of mentalism. So, yeah, guys, water is so important. Guys, we want to aim for an, a gallon a day. Like, I'm, I'm hoping to reach that goal as well. I'm used to it. So, I just, yeah, drink your fucking water. Okay, the prince, now we're going to go to the recap of... The principle, the law of correspondence. That's the second one. So as above, so below. As below, so above. As within, so without. 
as without, so within. So this principle embodies the truth that there is always a correspondence between the laws and phenomena of very various planes that manifest in being as being and life. Grasping this principle is what allows one to deduce the hidden solutions to problems by looking at what exists a layer above and below the problem to infer the pattern and shadow nature of what is in between. Of course, there are planes and phenomena beyond our knowing as we are limited to the spectrums of visible light and audible sound. But by witnessing the patterns that do exist in our dimension, we can deduce what may exist in higher and lower ones. Just as uh, the knowledge of geometry allows one to measure the cosmos and map its movements as a dance of spheres and spirals, observing the principle of correspondence, we can come to know the whole of the universe by exploring the higher and lower nature of things, which surrounded which surround the mystery, and likewise discover more of ourselves by experiencing and studying the world we are integrally, integrally a part of through the pursuit of gnosis. The micro is in the macro, and vice versa. So kind of like, um, I see it like, yeah, like kind of like everything that's inside of you, um, like we're everything around us is kind of like is like a reflection of what we are in a way. Like, like if your shit's messy, it's probably because your mind's like all messy, kind of thing. So that's kind of how I see it. And then like kind of like when you attract certain people into your life or situations, and you're like, okay, like we're obviously on the same fucking vibe because like they're in my life, so we're like. A reflection of what whatever we attract or whatever and so I kind of like to do that like I see people every day and I'm like okay so I like to observe the situations I'm in and I'm like how am I attracting this right now in my life like you know what I mean I it kind of like that so you kind of can tell like I, that's how why I observe other things and people and situations because I like to observe and trying to like see like what vibration they are on so it kind of can give me an idea of, like, what vibration I'm on. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Okay, so that's kind of how I see it. That's how I interpret this second one. So, yeah. Okay, so the third one, the recap, is the law of, or the principle and the law, and or. The principle of vibration. Nothing rests. Everything moves. Everything vibrates. This principle embodies the truths that nothing rests everything is in motion and everything vibrates it explains that matter energy and even spirit are simply varying rates of vibration a classic example of this being frequency in which the seven octaves of music turned up 44 octaves miraculously become the spectrum of visible light passing through states of being the buzz pitch of insects ultrasound plasma ether hypersound and even octaves of heat while they change manifestation, the vibrations maintain the same correspondence. The difference being only in measurement and energy as frequencies slide up the electromagnetic spectrum. At the highest rates of vibration, the ray and in intensity are so rapid it appears to be motionless, like a spinning wheel appearing table. 
and at the lowest levels of vibration, objects move so slowly they appear to be totally at rest. Between these two exist infinite manifestations, all occurring at various, varying octaves of vibration, each with their own, their own phenomena. So knowing this, Hermeticists believe that even thoughts have their own rate of vibration and can be controlled like tuning an instrument to produce various results for the aim of self and environment mastery. As your understanding of vibration, frequency, harmony, and resonance increase, so too shall your power over yourself and your world. So I kind of see that like you can totally, like you're always going to be your own vibe. So um, you can kind of like, if you want to feel like high vibes, you listen to good music. You watch like high vibe movies that make you feel like, yeah, what the fuck? If you want to feel like you're abundant and rich and like things are possible, you want to see people giving gifts randomly and like videos of that kind of thing. So you can feel like, wow, like I'm like the world is abundant it's all in abundance so you're in that like high vibration of like wow everything's abundant so everything kind of like you're now in a frequency where things can like now flow your way because you're in that vibe or like when you listen to a song that you just like feel so confident in and you're just like in that vibe and feeling so like you attract situations like confident people or in situations like high vibe situations you know what I mean or like but if you're feeling like low vibes like you know kind of like when you have those days where shit keeps going wrong and it's kind of like because you just have like the worst fucking attitude and so it's like just one thing after another because like you're like vibrating at that low vibe that's how I see it you know but I kind of see like situ the only thing I see a little off about that situation is kind of like for example, like, say there's somebody who's, like, in super high vibes and then somebody else who's, like, super low vibe and they're, like, having a shitty day or situation and they really need help. And so I feel like sometimes people are sent into other people's lives to, like, help and, like, kind of bring them up to a high vibe. So I kind of have that philosophy, but I don't know how that would kind of, like, blend in with the law of vibration. You know what I mean? Because, like, I feel like there's healers out there who can always maintain their own vibe and enter any kind of situation um, to help people and bring them up to a higher vibe. So I feel like if you are at a low vibe, I literally just said a vibe like a fucking million times, but like I feel like if you're at a low vibe, you can still attract great people, great situations, help, solutions, stuff like that. And I feel like those are like earth angels or just like people like who are just like sent to you or you're just like, you know, like when you're having a bad day and somebody says really something really nice to you and you're like oh my god that's exactly what I needed like you know what I mean so like I just think that's why it's it's super important to always be really kind to people because you never really know what kind of day they're having so you always have the opportunity to like literally make somebody's day so amazing by simply complimenting them or smiling or just being kind like that literally brings up their vibes and then it brings up your vibes like when I'm that way to other people like random strangers at stores or whatever like it literally makes me feel good to like be nice to other people or compliment others or whatever so why not you know so I don't know how that philosophy would fit into the law of vibration but yeah so okay now a recap on the principle of polarity and this is the fourth one let me get some h to motherfucking oh 
Okay. Sorry, guys. I'm, like, literally on the, on the, like, like, last threads of my, um, little cold that I had, so. Yeah. Okay, so the fourth one is the principle of polarity. Everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pair of opposites, like and unlike, are the same. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet. All truths are but half-truths. All paradoxes may be reconciled. The fourth principle embodies the truth that everything has its pair of opposites. Everything has two poles and exists in the state of duality. But the true nature of this principle is that the opposites are the same, only varying in degree. How I kind of see that is like like the color green. Like the color green is the color green, but there's like a light green. And then there's like hella dark green, like forest green or whatever. It's like the same color. It's just green. It's just like degrees of like darkness and brightness of green. So that's how I see that or interpret that. It explains that there are two poles in everything and that opposites are really only two extremes of the same thing. The different being only in degree. An obvious example being hot and cold. Both being temperature varying only in degree. And that there is no clear crossover moment when hot stops being hot and start and starts being cold and vice versa with no absolutes on either end the same can be the sa- the <clears throat> the same can be said of light and darkness hard and soft big or small and even love and hate with love and hate there's no clear point where one emotion becomes another or when it passes through like dislike or indifference all are merely our perceptions of the degree and the principle of polarity exists to explain these paradoxes. Let's see here. The principle is important to hermeticists. That would be us, guys. Because we're trying to master our fucking lives and ourselves, self-mastery. Because it suggests that we can change the polarity of a degree of emotion. By recognizing it is the same and choosing the degree which best suits our needs. Kind of like, I'm fucking mad because something happened. But it's like, okay, like, how mad do I really want to be? Like, is it that big of a deal? Will this matter in, like, five days? No. So you kind of, like, adjust the madness. And you're just like, okay, I'm chill. Like, I'm fucking chill. Like, I'm not that mad. Like, you kind of, like, balance it out. So it's not, like, such a low degree. You know, or, like, a high degree. Just, you know what I mean? Kind of like that. So, yeah. Okay, so let's see here similar to how we can involuntary and rapid transitions in our psyche between love and hate like and dislike you can choose to experience these transitions by use of your willpower for the betterment of your life and others that the difference is not a hurdle to be surmounted but to expressions of the same thing differing only in degree and to choose between This practice is the art of mental alchemy. I love that one so much. I've actually been practicing that one a lot lately. Like literally just like neutralizing my state of being, emotions, um, and not letting myself like lose my fucking shit kind of thing. Just like choosing my very best to like just stay neutral and like, yeah, like mental alchemy, alchemy, like kind of like turn... Um, metal into gold or some, something like that you know that's yeah so I like that the art of mental alchemy sweet okay so now a recap on the principle of rhythm honey bunny okay so 
Everything flows out and in. Everything has its tides. All things rise and fall. The pendulum swing manifested in everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. Rhythm compensates. Between the opposite poles of the principle of polarity is the pendulum swing of the principle of rhythm. The principle embodies the truth that everything exists in a measured motion from here to there. Moving in and out, swinging backward and forward, the rise and fall of the tides, ebbing and flowing, and never truly sitting still, never stopping, always changing. This principle controls the cycle of life and death, creation and destruction, rise and fall, and of course manifests in our mental states. When you are in tune with the principle of rhythm and understand that every mental state exists in rhythm, always ebbing and flowing, you can learn to use this principle to your advantage by polarizing yourself to the degree you desire kind of like what I just talked about like you can choose your degree of anger or whatever so you don't so it's not like zero to a hundred real quick kind of thing like you're not so like oh boom something made me mad and then you fucking blow the fuck up and you're like calm like calm down like you don't have to be like such a pendulum swing you can kind of like slowly gradually kind of maintain that rhythm and not like experience such highs and lows kind of thing so then through awareness of this principle and how it manifests holding yourself there to keep the pendulum from swinging you backwards to its extreme like what i just said so imagine going to an event that you know holds a lot of emotional significance for you and checking in with yourself there knowing you are experiencing a high and that this state is unsustainable you can slot in time for trans for transition to keep yourself from crashing Knowing the principle of rhythm is affecting or will affect you. Likewise, with times of stress and grief, giving yourself time to return to neutral before ramping back up again. Kind of like if you're like spending like so much time with like your friends in like a bomb ass situation and like you're having such a fucking good old time and then you come home and it's like dead silent and you're alone and you're like, oh, and you like feel instantly sad because it's like so high and then to the low. So kind of like like preparing yourself like I'm gonna be going home later and it's like I'm still chill like it does I don't have to experience that like you can mentally prepare yourself to not experience like the emotions like consciously so yeah so know things that you know that things you lose will come back and that things you own now will disappear later being able to appropriate these smooth transitions can be the difference between days of recovery Mentally, physically, and emotionally, and smooth grace periods between times of intensity. Oh my god, I just love that one so freaking much. Okay, okay, knowing when to retreat and when to return is one of the many keys to self-mastery. Through heightened awareness gained by understanding this principle, you can experience transcendent, transcendental states of consciousness to rise above the swing of the pendulum Rhythm will have an effect on who, on you one way or another. But with awareness, you can use it to propel you forward and ride it back to recovery. I love that so much. It's kind of like you have a bomb-ass fucking um, workout, and then after you're all energized, and you're like, yes, what the fuck? And then you're like, I want to do all this crazy stuff, but then you're like, I don't have anything to do, and you're like, oh my god. And, you know, you can, like, mentally prepare yourself. If you, like, take a nice shower and, like, slow, like kind of like um kind of like wind down and then like to the night and then you go to bed 
like it's not like a such a high and a low kind of like smoothly transition into other parts of your day and with your emotions kind of like being more like a flowy river go with the flow kind of thing not so fucking like a waterfall so yeah okay so all people who experience self-mastery do this to some degree but those who exert their will upon this principle are able to act from a place of purpose as opposed to letting the pendulum swing them into reactivity yeah so you kind of can control your pendulum rather than like let that bitch fucking swing your ass sorry guys i'm being so funny right now but i'm getting in the flow of this (laughs) so i'm just like being whatever just myself i guess water honey okay so now recap on the sixth one the last one i did so the one right before the seventh honey and the last one that we're gonna do of this series because there's only seven so that is the law of cause and effect the principle of cause and effect law and principle same thing okay so every cause has has its effect every effect has its cause Everything happens according to law. Chance is but a name for law not recognized. There are many planes of causation, but nothing escapes the law. Okay, it's kind of like if you fucking drop something, like, it's going to fall. You use something, it's going to, there's going to be effect. So this principle embodies the fact that there is a cause for every effect, an effect for every cause, meaning that nothing merely happens for no reason, and there is no such thing as chance. In harmony uh, with the principle of correspondence, there are higher planes dominating lower planes, and nothing escapes. Let's see here. I'm going to go back to... Um, Okay, yeah, law, law of correspondence, kind of like the so within, as without, or whatever. Okay. Sorry, guys, I just had to like recap on that so I can know what they're talking about in that part. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um, nothing happens without explanation. The empowering use of this principle is to make the conscious choice. To rise above the plane of thought you currently occupy to become your own cause, and not just an effect of others and the situations you find yourself in. That is to say, be your own first mover as opposed to someone who merely reacts to circumstance. I know I am out of alignment with this principle. When I find myself feeling reactive, stressed, and frazzled, this is the person writing this article, um, waking up only to handle and deal with the things that come my way instead of going out of my own way to determine and create what I desire to experience to put into action the first move which will bring me the result desire I desire not as as a surprise but a product of calculation kind of like I want to feel good later and I want to be fit as fuck so I will go and go to the gym right you're causing an effect which will be the effect is like feeling good and I'm fit now kind of thing so instead of like the effects of not going and not being very productive and shit it's like you don't want to just be like the effects of like not going and you're like shit like now you have to like deal with that you'd rather be the causer kind of thing so you have good effects like you can control what your effects will be to your best of a to the best of your abilities of course 
So, I know that if I want to be a better writer, I clearly need to write each day and read more often, as opposed to not as resigning myself to merely reacting to the consequences of not having done the work and experiencing the problems that inevitably arise when you are not pursuing your highest calling. Kind of like, why am I gaining so much weight? Oh, like, because I didn't go to the gym. So it's like, well, you can, you're in control of that kind of thing. So, of course, when you are on the quest to become someone who has the mastery, I literally relate everything to going to the gym because, like, that's kind of, like, the first thing in my life that's kind of, like, personalized to me where I see, like, a lot of these things I can apply. So, yeah, that's why I use that as an example. So, just wanted to put that little side note in honey buns. So, yeah, okay, so, um... Okay, so, of course, when you are on the quest to become someone who has mastery over their self and can control their moods, character, and the environment around them, you will naturally have to obey the causation of higher planes in accordance to this principle. But the important distinction is that having awareness of this will give you the ability to rule your own plane without resigning to the rules of the dunce or victim. Kind of like sometimes things are out of your control and kind of like like a car accident kind of thing. Like you're like that was you're an effect of like somebody else's cause and you're like fuck. So you can kind of like still have you still have the ability to rule how you will respond to that to your best to the best of your abilities. Of course, like if you get um, really hurt and shit, like do your best not to get super, you know, like depressed or whatever. Just like kind of take it one day at a time and control how you're going to respond to this so you can be like have the most productive outcome that's like kind of like I mean I was in a car accident years ago and that's how I did it so I wouldn't be so like in a spiral of like shit you know what I mean so yeah I hope that makes fucking sense so holla okay so that was the recap on the past six of them that was mentalism correspondence vibration polarity rhythm cause and effects holla okay so uh we're gonna go into a quick break and then we're gonna go and now do the last uh law the principle of gender the law of gender that we haven't got to yet so yeah i will talk to you guys in a sec and we are back honey we're finally gonna do the principle of gender so yeah it's been a long time coming honey so i'm gonna go ahead and just get started i'm gonna use the website attractionlawof.com i really like this one i've used it in a couple of the last episodes so i'll just read it and then make commentaries because basically we're just doing this and I'm doing this because I'm learning about the seven hermetic principles so we're learning this together and so we can like master our lives so like I'm no fucking um I'm not like an expert on this stuff I'm just like learning with you guys so that's why I'm sharing this and I just like love it so yeah that's why I'm using this website so I can understand it as well and fucking paraphrase it for you guys so holla Okay, so understanding and applying the law of gender. So gender isn't everything. Everything has its masculine and feminine principles. Gender manifests on all planes. That was a quote by the Kai Balayan. That's a book. 
that talks about the seven hermetic principles. So the universal law embodies the truth that there is gender manifested in everything. There is not one aspect of life that the masculine and feminine principles are not at work. This is true on all three planes. The physical plane, the mental plane, and the spiritual planes. On the physical plane, the principle manifests as sex. On the higher planes, it takes higher forms, but the principle is always, always, always the same. It is impossible for creation to take place on the physical, mental, or spiritual planes without this law. Everything has a yin and yang. On the physical plane, each person has a male or female physical body. However, psychologically, each person is androgynous with male and female qualities. Each person has a left and right brain. My understanding, your right brain um, is your creativity side, your female side, like your feminine side. That's more like it has to do with like creative side, like emotional things kind of thing. And then your left brain is the masculine side. It's more logical, more calculative. It's more like um, like a structured kind of thing. And we all have it. Like if you use your right side of your body, you're using your left brain. If you use your left side of your body, like writing with your left hand, it's like using your right side, your creative side. So yeah. Okay. So to the path. The path to God is a plane of balancing the male and female aspects within self and also balancing the heavenly and earthly aspects within self. And then, uh, side note, God is kind of like whatever you see as God or like whatever you believe in the universe. So yeah. I personally believe in like, right now I'm kind of like in a, in this standstill, like, kind of like in a in a I don't know zone so the universe um I don't know so yeah (laughs) agnostic I don't know if if that's like the right word I don't even know if that's what it means I'm actually gonna look that up really quick before um I continue Mm, a person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of the existence or nature of God or anything beyond material phenomena okay I'm not agnostic I'm kind of like curious and believe in everything and nothing and kind of like, I don't know. I'm in a, I don't know, but there's some, there's gotta be something kind of thing. So yeah. Okay. So I'll go back to (laughs) the principle of gender. Okay. So it is also the proper balance between the soul and the ego. This is done by transcending negative ego and hence keeping the ego in check. You want to keep the, prop, the ego in its proper balance and relationship to soul. In other words, let the ego take care of the physical body, but not to a point that, interprets your, that it interprets your life. I kind of see it like um, you're so like obsessed with how you look or like on the outside only that literally you kind of like see that as being only your purpose so you're only working from a place of ego like how people see you so it's kind of like having a balance of like the inside and the outside of who you are so yeah okay so the closer and closer you move towards mastery the more likely you will achieve this balanced state um as you move towards mastery of these universal laws Balance becomes more habitual and won't take as much work, time, and energy to try and stay in balance. 
The only way to achieve this is by knowing thyself, quote unquote, knowing thyself (laughs) and understanding these universal laws and balances that govern our being. It is also important to note that mental gender is not the same as as physical gender, nor does it suggest that someone of a certain physical gender necessarily has the same mental gender. Ideally, one wants to have a balanced mental gender. The masculine principle is always in the direction of giving out or expressing and content itself with the will in its varied phases. Um, The feminine principle is always in the direction of receiving impressions and has a much more varied field of operation than the masculine. The feminine conducts the work of generating new thoughts, concepts, and ideas, including the work of the imagination. Um, okay, so the masculine's more of like, like output, like you, like expressing shit. Kind of like doing stuff, like more logical things, but you have to have the feminine, like creativity to kind of like come up with ideas, like the more flowy, watery part where nothing has form yet. Like the dream vibe, dreamy vibes. That's how I see it, so fuck, we'll continue. Okay, so it is said that there must be a balance in these two forces. Without the feminine, the masculine is apt to act without restraint, restraint, order, or reason resulting in chaos. The feminine alone, on the other hand, is apt to constantly reflect and fail to actually do anything, resulting in stagnation. With both the masculine and feminine working in conjunction, there is thoughtful action that breeds success. To know God, we must understand God's laws, or whatever you believe in. This concludes this seven plot. Okay, yeah. Okay, so let's see here. Until next time, that's basically the law of gender. So yeah, that's how I see it, like, kind of like time to reflect like being more feminine is to kind of like be creative in your mind and like reflect over things and be more flowy of like how what you want to do and just like letting your imagination like run wild or even like kind of like writing music or whatever um dancing and then putting like the masculine part of your mind that is your left or your right brain And then kind of like putting a logical plan together to execute those creative ideas. So kind of like being balanced on those. Because an unbalanced brain to me sounds kind of like um, if you're just doing things just like only structured with no imagination or anything. It's just too masculine. You know, it's like not enough flowiness. Like no creativity put into it. Like behind your actions. And then if you're too feminine, kind of like you're constantly in thought and like dream world and like thinking about um just too uh too emotional with no action attached or like too dreamy with no actions attached that's too on the feminine side like not really putting much action into shit so you want to be a a hybrid of both like have a good balance of both so um that's basically how you would apply it it's like having a balance of both I guess like to me, I guess it's just like 
being creative and like I don't know coming up with an idea and then write down the like break down your dream and like how you would actually go about manifesting it in a more logical way so you can make that dream come true kind of thing (laughs) or kind of like I mean this is how I see it so I'm like okay like I want to be hella hot and oh my gosh like fit into this outfit and like look like this way in a bikini that's like literally I'm only saying this because this is from personal experience so I had all these ideas like six years ago before I started fitness I'm like I want to look this way whatever whatever and it was like it was all a dream kind of thing (laughs) in my mind and I was like how am I gonna like actually achieve this right so after that I hired a personal trainer who I told my goals to how I wanted to look and then um so yeah, she basically got that and she was able to create a whole plan for me um, with nutrition or whatever so, action, so I could actually take action in uh, making that dream body a reality for myself. So that's kind of how I see it, like doing the both balance of those. So yeah, that's kind of how I see it. That's the only way I can kind of like relate to it or understand it is interpreted that way so yeah I hope that you guys kind of can get that so um that was the law of gender and that was the final of the seven hermetic principles like I can't believe we're done with them I hope that you guys have been applying them or start applying them um it's never too late to start like obviously we're gonna live till I don't know when but um yeah like we should always like work on ourselves internally sometimes like even if someone's like why aren't you doing shit it's like boo I'm working on the inside right now so I can actually know what to do on the outside kind of like somebody's like make something and you're like well let me think about some ideas so you can't make anything without knowing what to make so you have to like brainstorm so yeah guys um I hope you guys love this series I did too I loved it too um I'm gonna keep working at it and yeah so that was the seven hermetic principles the law of mentalism the law of correspondence the law of vibration the law of polarity the law of rhythm the law of cause and effect and the law of gender yay Ooh, this is a cool feeling that's a cool feeling that we are completed with this guys so yeah let me know if you guys have been applying this and um if you guys have seen any results and yeah I have seen results definitely by using a lot of these and like working on them so yeah listen to all of them guys if you want to recap and go more in depth to the path of self-mastery so you can create a better world for yourself and um a good vibe for those around you so yeah guys i love you let me know um what you guys thought of this series and let me know if you guys have any ideas on um any a new series what you would like for me to talk about so yeah i I'm thinking of doing something astrological, so let me know. My Twitter handle is at Nebular Natalia. It is N-E-B-U-L-A-R-N-A-T-A-L-Y-A. 
And then my Instagram and Facebook is Natalia Quinones, N-A-T-A-L-Y-A-Q-U-I-N-O-N-E-Z. So go ahead and feel free to DM me and let me know if you want me to do your astrology chart or a certain placement or something new and weird that you like are learning about. Um, I'm actually thinking about going more into doing Chinese astrology. I know it's like the year of the pig and I think it's so cool. So I'm most likely going to do an episode on what that means. So yeah, like I'm feeling fired up right now. The fact that we're done with this series is a cool feeling. So yeah, guys, um, I don't even know what else to say. Um, yeah. Oh, and feel free to leave a rating. I actually ask that you do leave a rating because I want to know how I'm doing and how I can improve for you guys. I'm just being myself and just kind of like letting my mind explore on things and just kind of like sharing them because there are things that I think could help others and myself. So why not? Holla and it's fun and yeah all right guys so have a great great day and i love you guys so very much